your hour of thrive time begins now with your host jay maney on the jay maney talk show Good day, everyone, and welcome once again to the Jay Mamie Talk Show. This is Jay Mamie, and you have now entered your hour of Thrive Time, folks. And I got to tell you something. I'm feeling pretty good today. I, if you can certainly tell it by my voice, today is a day. I mean, I feel good every day, but I'm feeling especially good today because the content that we're going to cover and the individuals that are going to be on the show are complete Thrive-minded folks that are bringing tremendous value to individuals, not only nationally, but specifically. Specifically here in the DFW Dallas area with the work that they do, what they're providing to the community in terms of resources, knowledge, and education, uh, it's astounding. And I love to bring that kind of value to the show. So that's why I'm excited and thrilled to let you know that these individuals coming up shortly are going to be those that you need to pay close attention to because they're going to give you content that is going to help you thrive in business also, in your giving and volunteering, knowing what's available around here to volunteer and give to. But I want you to know that if you've not had a chance to check out my prior show, then this is the time to write down the jmamietalkshow.com so that you can go back and listen to my prior episodes and become a fan of this show as we continue to steamroll into 2023. But we're going to do something different. I decided to take the show on the road today. So you're going to hear in a few of the episodes following the first one that the show was actually recorded at the establishments of two of our corporate sponsors, Colin Corporate College. I went to their facility to check them out and we recorded the segment right there on the spot, sort of like a man on the street production, not only with Colin Corporate College and the director of that facility, a chief operating officer, Roger Widmer. But then I went over to visit the other corporate sponsor, MB Group, and the phenomenal Susan Bryan, who's a principal and CPA of the MB group went to her incredible facility and we asked her some questions that pertain to the importance of understanding the inflation reduction act and all the good things that mb does in terms of accounting knowledge so i'm excited to bring a different format of recording with the content being stellar and then finally we're going to hear from the president and ceo of cca christian community action Gilbert Montez is going to be here with his associate Sandra Sims to talk about how we can help further the cause of CCA, Christian Community Action Group, one of the largest nonprofits coming up on their 50th year anniversary here. And we're going to have a conversation with them right after the break. Are you looking to build a dynamic workplace culture that keeps your employees not only retained, but also engaged and empowered to help your business thrive? Discover the secret that many companies in the community have already unlocked, Collin Corporate College. With hundreds of the highest quality, affordable educational programs available and customized to your desired business outcomes, your success is Collin Corporate College's business. Call them at 972-599-3110. That's 972-599-3110. Business owners, do you feel like you're paying more than your fair share of taxes? Is your tax preparer out of ideas? My name is Susan Bryant, CPA and certified tax coach at the MB Group and proud corporate sponsor of the Jay Mamie Talk Show. Tune in during the month of September to hear my favorite tax tips that can keep some big dollars in your bank account. In the meantime, learn more about how we're changing our clients' financial futures at mbgcpa.com. 
Friends, this is Jay Mamie, and I'm thrilled to announce that our merchandise site is now open for business just in time for the holidays. My inspirational quotes, encouragement words, and thought-provoking phrases can be printed on a number of very cool items to help you stay in thriving mode. Make sure to visit my website, thejmamie.com. Look for the store link. Check out the items. Once again, that'll be at thejmamie.com. Welcome back to the Jay Mamie Talk Show with your host, Jay Mamie. Welcome back, everyone, to the Jay Mamie Talk Show. Our segment with Collin Corporate College was recorded live at one of their facilities where the training occurs. You're going to enjoy the segment and the content that it delivers. Roger Rigmore, thank you for joining the Jay Mamie Talk Show. Thanks so much for having us. On your so, show. absolutely. So, Roger, one of the things we, that was I was excited about having. Uh, this opportunity to speak with you was only not only because you are the sort of the the guy behind the scenes of the Collin Corporate College, and we're going to chat a little more about that, your role and what you're responsible for. But I wanted to host this call here, really at your at one of the facilities where the value of the university really can be seen, because this wonderful warehouse has a story to it, which I'd like for you to share that story. We have actually one of uh, one of the recipients of this warehouse is going to be with us and. So we're going to get a real good feel of what Collin College uh, is all about, what it offers the corporate community. But if you could fill us in a little bit on your story, what, what role do you play, and how do you make sure that this, this wonderful resource is known better in the community? Absolutely. So I'm the Chief Operating Officer of the Collin Corporate College. And really what the co- Corporate College does is provides learning and development opportunities We provide executive coaching. We provide organizational change management consulting. Our our real uh, uh, focus is on training, right? And so that's customized training. That's anything that that any organization out there might need, right? Long-term, short-term, soft skills, hard skills, whatever it might be. Mm -hmm. And so uh, we do a lot of work with the uh, local EDCs, educational or uh, economic development corporations, the chambers. We have no people. We have no businesses that way. I was introduced to Crawford and Company Insurance, and uh, they came to us and asked us, what can we do? How can we work together? And they do a lot of training with their adjusters. Uh, and uh, we have a facility here, this shared lab space is a, a great example where mm-hmm. they can bring those adjusters and then get hands-on, they can work on a tiny house that they have built, that our students were able to build for them, mm-hmm. and help those adjusters learn what it's really gonna be like in the field. Okay. So that's a great example of, I think, how we can engage with, with our uh, community, our business community. Now, that's, that's, that's an example of kind of a combination of soft skills and hard skills mm-hmm. together, working with industry. We do a lot of uh, leadership development work as well. And uh, so a lot of companies, Jane, you know this, you probably hear this from your guests all the time. Their two pain points are around uh, talent acquisition and talent retention. That's right. right. And so a lot of companies are coming and saying, look, we want to build our leaders from within, organically, within our organization. And what can you do uh, to help us do that? So we customize, we custom build to their industry specifications, Mm -hmm. um, a six-month or a one-year leadership development program and helps them in that way. So that's just a little insight into what we do. Fantastic. So one of the things that that I've found so appealing about the corporate college is that it's very hands-on. So you mentioned this facility that when we're recording here live at, at your facility, uh, at the at the campus facility, right? right, right. right? Um, 
is this sort of a normal setting for 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 the for CCC? Let's just say CCC. Well, it can be right. Okay. Uh, so we have we have a lot of flexibility around that. But this is the Allen Technical Campus, brand new, a couple years old, uh, and so they have all of these great uh, training facilities here. And, and so, for example, another company we work with, uh, their maintenance staff, not maintenance in terms of janitorial staff, but they maintain the machinery that that, that are employed in today's factory, right? So mm-hmm. a lot of robotics, uh, industrial right. automation, and so they come here to train on our machinery, which is similar to theirs at their mm-hmm. facility, so that maintenance team can keep those machines running all the time. Okay. So in your observation. There's a lot of moving parts to the needs of companies right now. And you mentioned, too, retention and attraction, right? And then the operations. So what would you say are the top five needs that you have found companies are, are searching for? You mentioned leadership. We actually have a leadership expert here from, uh, from the university who's going to share his role in advancing the cause of the, of the, com- of the, co- the college's resources. But apart from the, uh, from the leadership, what other areas are the ones that companies are coming here to get more help and, and find the resources to help them expand? Well, I don't know if there's a, a you know a cluster of the top five. I would say leadership, by and large, is number one. I mean, okay. without question, number one. But then there are all kinds of soft skills, right? And and, and uh, we get into sales. Sales. I would right? imagine sales right. has to be one of them. Sure. Uh, we get into just public speaking and presentation. Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, we get into uh, a lot of companies just need an Excel refresh, mm. right? a refresher in Excel. Uh, I had a call yesterday or the other day from uh, an organization that needs um, a fraud prevention training. Wow. Uh, you know, and, of course, we do DEI. We do all the different things that a company might need. But, but, but we have a, you know, it's really whatever the company mm-hmm. comes to us, approaches us and says, can you, can you design something? I have a very long uh, bench of uh, subject matter experts, both within the college and outside of the college that I can access. So we can fill just about any training requirement. Last question for yeah. me, before we bring in our, our two additional panelists here. Yeah. Uh, will the college customize a program for a company if you don't have the program or the curriculum available now? Yes, absolutely. And that, that's, I think that we get that request more than often than actually you know, being able to take something that we already offer. Okay. Uh, and, and so we do that all the time. Okay. Well, I like to bring up a testimonial. Someone that's actually already capitalizing on the, uh, the wonderful resource that's available here. Uh, can you take it? Why don't you come a little bit closer to me? <laughs> and first, let's state your name, what you do. And how has the resources of the college improved your corporate experience? And what those, what are those results that you now see that you didn't have before? Absolutely. I'm Jeff Conrad, uh, the Director of Training for Crawford Catastrophe Services. And so I was introduced to Collin College uh, about two years ago. And mostly by the Crawford leadership. Uh, there we have an, an office here in Allen, Texas. And they attended a economic development uh, committee just to discuss some things. And we found out that we're all on the same mission here. You know, Collin College's vision is to create a, a, a brighter uh, future for their students. And uh, Crawford & Company was founded 80 years ago. And our vision is that knowledge and creativity is power. 
we have a unique challenge to train adjusters mm -hmm. uh, to provide a, uh, a service when something terrible happens, whether it is you know restoring somebody's home after a hurricane or helping a customer pick up the pieces after a wildfire. We have to be there to, to save the day. We're training future superheroes here, but not everyone's trained up correctly. Mm -hmm. And so unfortunately, we have a lot of adjusters that haven't invested in training that are more than willing to show up to a customer's home and, and not really know how to put that customer back to pre-loss condition. So that is my mission. That is Crawford's mission is to, to heavily invest in that adjuster so that they provide a fantastic claims experience for uh, the policyholder, take care of them, and we're also ultimately take care of that insurance carrier. Um, so it's, it's a, it's a never-ending uh, challenge, mm -hmm. but we love teaching adjusters and identifying new talent and uh, sharpening up those uh, those technical skills and identifying adjusters that have those soft skills that are really important and missing in this industry. What did uh, the, the college provide you and, and Crawford in terms of the facility resources, the educational resource that now you, that you didn't have before, that as a result of this new relationship that you forged, you're starting to see specific results. Absolutely. So whenever we teach, we're in a classroom and we're, we're teaching, you know, how to identify damages and, and how to, you know, repair uh, a, a building structure. That's really difficult to do in the classroom. Mm -hmm. And so when I was first that foot on this campus about two years ago, I looked at the construction lab. I'm like, this is amazing. Right. This is something that we can have uh, a shared resource. We can bring adjusters in here and they can, you know, come into uh, this mini house that uh, Cal and college students have built for us mm -hmm. and, and look at the construction material. We'll give them a damage scenario. They'll learn how to measure. They get their real life hands-on experience that they're not going to get in the typical classroom. And so seeing this, I've, I, I kind of, you know, got so excited. And I was mm -hmm. kind of joking with Roger earlier, you know, I've been here so much, I feel like a sophomore. Um, <laughs> but uh, we're all on the same mission to really invest in, in our uh, greatest uh, asset, and that's our adjusters. So. Yeah, people on the radio are not going to be able to understand the value of what you and I are standing in right now. But it is a warehouse that is classroom style. But the machinery, the equipment, the little mini house, I've never seen anything like that. Our students are absolutely blown away uh, when they when they came to this campus. I mean, you just see all of their eyes kind of light up. And we had 98 adjusters, 98 students uh, sign up for what we call our Crawford Career Kickoff event. They come in, they learn about Crawford. We teach them, you know, how to be an adjuster, the soft skills, how to show empathy, care, and concern. But we also invite them to come into the construction lab. And 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 Holland College was always accommodating. They allowed our students to visit the HVAC classroom, the, the plumbing classroom, uh, because with 98 students, we can't all be in mm -hmm. the construction lab. So we had different classrooms set up to help our adjusters identify you know, damages, building material, um, and then go into our mini house and, and learn how to measure and identify damages there. So they, we taught them how to write a scope sheet, take those notes, and we go into the classroom and we write those estimates. Fantastic. So what they learned here in the week with us, they're going to apply uh, in their role as an adjuster. So you, uh, Colin, college provided for Crawford, as Roger said earlier, the technical component of operations and, and really growing your company to the next level. But I want to chat now with J.C. Beltran, who's also a resource, he's an instructor for Colin, 
he teaches more of those soft skills that Roger spoke about, the leadership development aspects of how a company can get to the next level. So you hang on, because we're going to get you back on here. But I want to introduce here J.C. Beltran. J.C. Beltran is actually uh, a recognized face in Dallas. He's a corporate leadership expert and a trainer. And he is one of the probably the most uh, uh, sought-after trainers locally. And now Common College has him as one of the instructors. JC, fill us in a little bit of how that relationship started and how do you impact the curriculum that these companies can tap into as a result of the college? Yeah, absolutely, Jake. Great to be uh, with you today and great to be here at Collin Corporate College. It's a fantastic um, venue. Um, so my relationship started about eight, nine months ago, um, and it really started off of an opportunity to be able to deliver mm-hmm. um, high-level leadership, high-level uh, communication, as well as um, just intellectual uh, sort of mining of, of, of leadership mm-hmm. and the leaders, really. And so it, start, it started that way. It, it's an opportunity for me to be able to elevate, grow, lead, and teach the clients that uh, Colin Corporate College has. What have you found in, in the work that you've done so far uh, has been the greatest need um, that companies are seeking? And not only why is it the greatest need, but what are they looking to achieve after they're done with your instruction? Yeah, so you know, you look at you look at two funnels. The first funnel is mindset. The second one is process. Mm-hmm. But when all is said and done, just like a PL in any company, they're all the same. It's just a number of the zeros behind right. the profit and loss statement, right? It all boils down to communication. And that's the biggest piece. And that's the biggest piece that typically I'll impact and make sure that it's in alignment. Okay. Because if people aren't communicating vision, mission and people don't understand what leadership really is mm-hmm. john maxwell defined it i think the best and that he defined leadership as influence mm. and so when you're influencing everybody those around you yourself first and foremost family friends organizations in your community mm-hmm. you have to be intentional that's right and so intentionality is the net result of every single goal, of every single engagement that I have as I'm working with Calling Corporate College. To have people finish a seminar or a workshop and be intentional about what they're doing, not accidental. What do you say to the corporate CEO, the executive that's, that listens to our show? Our show is predominantly CEOs, executives, directors, right. entrepreneurs, business owners. What do you say to that listener that is their environment is let's just say toxic, yeah. there's no growth, uh, people are burnt out. What do you say to that management team, that CEO, about what they have to assess and, and sort of uh, revamp if they're gonna have a breakthrough in 23, if they're gonna survive in 23? And right. How can tapping into Colin begin the process of that breakthrough for next year? Right, it all starts with the why. People right now want to ensure that their employer, that their boss understands their why. Mm. And so attrition is a big issue right now. People are just flip-flopping all over the place. They're leaving jobs that they've had for a while because they don't feel like their company, their organization understands their why. Okay. 
And so understanding somebody's why is important. It's not just because they come in to earn a paycheck. Mm -hmm. It's deeper than that. They may have a family member that they're supporting at home. They may have kids in college. They may have a, a vacation dream or a retirement goal that they have. But unless the boss understands what those are, it's very, very difficult. So the why is very important right now. And if you don't have the, the understanding of what's happening with your employees, not only do you find yourself losing touch with them, you can't resonate with them, but you certainly aren't going to be able to really meet them where they are. Um, and you're all, always going to be seen as this standoffish individual uh, who doesn't care. And people don't stay at companies where they don't feel like they're one, being validated, and number two, where they care about them. Because there's plenty of opportunities that can go elsewhere, even if they make less money. But if they're validated where, wherever else they go, they'd rather go there. That's correct. It's very difficult to motivate somebody. In fact, I'll go out on a limb and say, you can't motivate somebody. Mm -hmm. But as Drecker reminds us, if you create an environment around somebody that they can self-motivate, now you have alignment in mission and vision. Mm. Otherwise, people do things out of compliance. That's right. And compliance lasts for a day, right. a week, right. maybe a month if you're lucky. That's right. I want to bring back Roger. I want to bring back our other guests. So let's finish, finish up this segment here. No, stay close, JC. Okay. I want you to stay close. Final thoughts, guys, as we wrap up this segment. And I, I want you to draw a little closer here uh, because I, I want you to share to that corporate individual, that decision maker, that uh, is looking at their budget. You know, sometimes people look at budgets, and it's perfectly okay to do that. But if you're so budget conscious that you're sacrificing the growth that your company can have, uh, then you, you're going to shortchange yourself in the end anyhow. What do you say to that person who's listening right now? Come a little closer, buddy. Who's listening right now and says, yeah, but I may not have the financial means to do this. What do you say to that person? Yeah, I think all of us uh, here would agree that... Uh, people are really what is behind any successful organization, right? An organization is not going to succeed without people. And so investing in the people, investing in their skill set, investing in their uh, ability to interact and interface and, and help lead, mm -hmm. I think is the, one of the wisest investments you could possibly make. You can't put a price on the growth of your people. You've been to that. Well, I'd love to add is that training and education is the driver of success. If we're not doing something right, we're going to continue down that same path of, of you know, poor, a poor product or, or poor quality service. Training, we're going to move that needle in the right direction. Identify the problem, here's the training to fix it. And this facility allows us to, to drive that needle in the right direction. There's nothing better than a testimony. There's nothing better than a testimony. JC, wrap it up for us, brother. What's the cost? What's the cost of finding talent, especially right now? Mm-hmm versus what's the cost of elevating the people that you have by way of communication, by way of emotional intelligence, mm -hmm. by way of helping them understand how to overcome challenges and be able to bring out the best in each other. So the bottom line is you're gonna pay, what price are you willing to pay? Are you willing to pay a price to find somebody or are you willing to invest in the people that you already have so that you're creating leadership on the back end? 
You guys have been fantastic, amazing guests. We appreciate Colin Corporate College being uh, one of our corporate sponsors. Obviously, the you know the testimonial that we've heard today is proof that this resource is viable, not only from an academic standpoint, leadership standpoint, an intangible soft skills standpoint, but from an operational standpoint. Gentlemen, thanks for being on the Jay Mamie Talk Show. Thanks Thank for you us. so much. Thank Folks, you. we'll be right back after the break. Are your sales lagging? Are you frustrated with your ability to effectively communicate the goodness of your product or service? Could your income greatly benefit from you getting better at selling? Hi, this is Jay Mamie, the host of the Jay Mamie Talk Show and the curator of the Thrive Sales Mastery Course. I want you to know that there are answers on how you can get better at the skill of selling. Go to my course, the Thrive Sales Mastery Course. Get the answers you need so you can experience the results you want. Thrive Sales Mastery. In Texas, we love our sports, and Parker University's Sports and Performance Clinic helps athletes of all skill levels recover from injury and advance their function and performance. Our collaborative and integrated team of doctors and specialists provides patient-centered service, taking athletes through each phase of recovery and return to sport training. This is athletic performance at its best. Visit us online at parkerstrength.com. Welcome back to the Jay Mamie Talk Show with your host, Jay Mamie. Welcome back, everyone, to the Jay Mamie Talk Show. Our final segment is with MB Group, one of our corporate sponsors, with CPA and principal of the MB Group, Susan Bryan. Again, recording this at her location. Let's listen to Susan. Welcome back, everyone, to the Jay Mamie Talk Show. Once again, our corporate sponsor, MB Group, and Susan Bryan is with us to continue to provide the value of information that she has with regards to helping business owners develop tax strategies and leadership strategies to get to the next level. And 2023 is right around the corner. I know every business now is planning on how to have a breakthrough year in 23. So Susan is here to give us information. We're also going to talk about the Inflation Reduction Act, how that plays a big part of a breakthrough in 23 for companies. So Susan, welcome back to the Jay Mamie Talk Show. Oh, well, thanks, Jay. I appreciate you having me on. Susan, I want to first tackle the Inflation Reduction Act, right? Mm -hmm. That was just passed recently as, as the recording of this particular show. Most people have no clue really what's in it yet. Uh, nothing really is out yet, but you have an inside track on understanding how it can affect business owners. So let's start there. Yeah, so this is a really interesting and probably not a very well-named piece of legislation, right. <laughs> although it's referred to as the Inflation Reduction Act. I think there are a number of components that they're helping to reduce inflation in the future, specifically related to prescription drugs. There are a number of credits that are available from a climate change perspective for those people who are interested in some type of electric vehicle or adding some type of um, solar panels to their homes mm -hmm. is definitely worthwhile to go back and explore those credits as it pertains to those purchases mm -hmm. because there may be uh, eligibility. So if that is a priority to you personally, it is definitely worth exploring. Probably the most uh, acclaimed piece of this legislation is the additional funding to the IRS. And that mm -hmm. has gotten the most press, mm -hmm. especially the part about the 87,000 agents. Yes, right. Yes. I mean, like everybody has this number like completely ingrained in their mind right now because the fear of the IRS has now been placed in every you know taxpayer's mind. Mm -hmm. 
The really interesting thing about this legislation is that the 87,000 agents is meant to happen over a 10-year period. And it's intended to replace the 50,000 agents that they know are going to retire in that time frame. Okay. So everyone can relax. Right. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. Kid, I think I just heard a huge sigh of relief right? across Woo! the airwaves here. Everyone is like, <laughs> okay, maybe I don't have to be so worried about that. There are a number of different things that have to be priorities for the IRS. We have all experienced pain as both a taxpayer and as a tax professional getting a hold of the IRS, people receiving notices. There is a lot of disorganization at the IRS right now as a result of the pandemic, staffing issues, technology issues. So in order to do a better job for the United States taxpayers, an overhaul of the system is needed. So this money actually may end up helping us in the long run. Mm -hmm. We are going to hope that the money is spent in the right ways in order to advance uh, the the efficiency of that particular part of the government, and we'll keep our fingers crossed on that. Correct. I mean, enforcement, I mean, we all know that everyone who is not paying their fair share of taxes or is trying to circumvent the law, we, we definitely want those people to you know, be, um, be held accountable. Mm -hmm. um, but for those of us who are doing the right things and trying to follow the law, you know, we don't want there to be unnecessary regulation on us either. So we're just all hoping that this money goes to the right places and is, and is used as intended. The 87,000 <laughs> agents that are coming, right? So I've had a few people ask me questions because my, my background is financial services and I've got a, a financial services company. I deal with business owners all the time. So I immediately got a bunch of text messages from some of my business clients mm -hmm. and they said, what are they going to be looking for? <laughs> yeah, right? What are they going to be looking for? Now, there's not much help I can provide them other than maybe a little pat on the back, but I don't think anyone really knows Mm -hmm. um, what these over the course of 10 years I'm glad you clarified that because that's important I don't think most people know that uh, but what are they going and are they going to harass mm -hmm. the small business guy trying to make ends meet trying to do things right as opposed to who they really should be going after um, that are blatantly violating tax law it's a great question um, we don't know we do know that the IRS is attempting to use more technology to try to identify variances and, and use algorithms, just like every other business mm -hmm. um, you know, on this planet. You know, how can the data help to identify uh, unusual patterns or trends that would signify, hey, maybe this is uh, inappropriate activity on a tax return? So there are definitely things that taxpayers need to be doing differently. They need to be actually consulting with their accountant about how income is being reported, where deductions are being presented, just like any other business, presentation matters, mm -hmm. where you put things, right. um, whether or not you are actually following the rules, d documenting and supporting deductions appropriately, are you maintaining the right receipts? These are all rules that a business owner has to be aware of, and they do have to understand that the obligation ultimately is gonna fall back to them to prove whether or not something is applicable under the law. The burden of proof will rest with them. So it's just important to sort of understand that and to be working with the right professional who will guide and direct you mm -hmm. to make sure that you are not taking risks unnecessarily. Let's talk about risks because we're now getting ready to turn a corner on the next tax season. Mm -hmm. Right. So business owners, are, the corporate filing just ended, right? Yep. And uh, now you're looking at the turning the corner, brand new year. What should business owners be shoring up, tidying up, so that number one, they don't create extra, extra risk for themselves, mm -hmm. but they really do make life easier for their accountant or whoever they're working with 
um, next year. Okay, so as a business owner, the first thing you have to do is you have to have a really good accounting records. They've got to be updated consistently. If you do not have your accounting records where you are receiving monthly reports, monthly financial reports, balance sheet, income statement every month, then you are unable to do proper tax planning. And right now, it's September, about to be October. If you don't have your accounting records updated for the year, you got to get them updated. Okay. And they need to stay updated and get a policy and procedure in place to keep them that way. Once you've got that information, then you can pivot to tax planning. To me, the greatest risk is to pay too much tax unnecessarily. I mean, I don't want to pay any important tax than I have to. Right. So I have to be asking myself, what could I be doing in my business in order to reduce that tax liability? And that's where tax planning comes in. Prior to the end of the year, you can make a lot of decisions, mm -hmm. pull a lot of different levers to save taxes. And that can be anything from a retirement plan, paying your children, it could be making sure that you have purchased equipment or prepaid certain expenses. There are a number of different things, entity, organization, different strategies you can employ in order to minimize your taxes legally okay. and strategically. Okay. So you should be working with a professional between now and the end of the year to make sure you have thought through every possible alternative and that you're pulling all the levers you want to, dedicating cash to those things so you can save the tax dollars. Susanna, I, I wanted, speaking about um, transparency and, and making sure that you're not creating any risk, about a year ago, PayPal, right, was now subject to taxation, right? Businesses that are being paid through PayPal and Venmo and Zelle, all these different cash apps. I know a lot of businesses, uh, especially those individual self-employed people that are getting paid through PayPal. How is that going to be treated moving forward and what should those business owners that are getting paid through PayPal start considering doing? Yeah, so the first thing to note is that anytime you are talking about the under-reporting of income, there's no statute of limitation on fraud, right? So if you were just just, if just saying, I'm just not gonna report the income because I didn't get a 1099 mm -hmm. and I don't bother to keep accounting records, you're leaving yourself open and exposed to IRS examination forever. And that that's super risky. Normally there's only three open tax years. So the first thing you gotta do is you gotta be compliant. Mm -hmm. If you've earned money in your business, record it as income and pay the appropriate tax on it. You gotta follow the rules. I mean, that's part of being a United States taxpayer is mm -hmm. you have to follow the rules. So, and if you don't understand them, get help from a professional. So I think there might be additional crackdown on that. We know that during the pandemic and continuing, more people have discovered that, hey, this is really awesome to have a side hustle. I can write off certain expenses if I do have a business and they'll have this self-employment income outside of my normal W-2 job. Mm -hmm. it creates a lot of opportunity to write off expenses like my cell phone and my home office and maybe some other things that normally would have been a personal expense and go, uh, without deduction. So people are finding that this is an awesome avenue for that, but they just have to make sure that they're following all the right rules and making sure that there really is a business um, purpose mm -hmm. for all of the different uh, expenses that they're incurring. And last question. So PayPal, going back to those individuals, because you're right, during the pandemic, you had a bunch of people that picked up what I call their sidepreneurs. <laughs> yes, right? yes. That's side, their sidepreneurs. And that's fine, and and that's going to happen even more so moving forward as inflation becomes a concern. You know, so all these reasons people are looking for ways to generate income, but the question is, how much income do they need to start earning or showing before, in their minds, it's worth filing? 
Mm. So if you are receiving $600 or more of self-employment income, technically you should be recording this on your Schedule C as a, as a sole proprietor or if you have a business entity like an LLC, it should go on there. And in order for you to um, take expenses against those, uh, those incomes earned, you have to report the income. So. I mean, really, it's, it's anything above six hundred bucks. It's, 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 <laughs> yeah, it's pretty low, um, and it's also important for those same sidepreneurs to note that if they're paying a contractor six hundred dollars more Correct. in a year, they have that same obligation to ten ninety nine those contractors and those vendors. So you do have to be educated about the rules. Fortunately, there's a lot of resources here at the MB Group, strategic startup packages where we help sidepreneurs and other new business owners understand what their obligations are. Okay. Google is not your CPA. It right. will not replace right. that guidance. <laughs> um, and, uh, and it's just like LegalZoom is not the same as hiring an attorney. Mm -hmm. You know, you could go through the professionals, right? You know, same for a financial advisor. It's very important to make sure you're working and surrounding yourself with the right team of professionals to help guide you because otherwise you are exposing yourself to potential risk and financial loss down the down the road. Well, Susan, it's been a treat having you back on the show. It's been a treat for me to film and record this segment here at your wonderful studios uh, in Dallas. Why don't you provide the address so that everyone can come and look at this fabulous facility you have? Yeah, awesome. Um, you can visit the MB Group. Our office is located at 5601 Democracy Drive in Plano. Uh, and you can also check out our website at mbgcpa.com and learn more about what we do and how we're transforming business owners. All right. Well, thank you for providing value once again on the show. And folks, we'll be right back after the break. Have you or someone you know ever had a grandparent or parent who didn't age well? Maybe they ended up with dementia or Alzheimer's or suffered through another disease that robbed them of quality of time with their family? It doesn't have to be this way. We all have the capability to age better and increase our health span. My name is Deepak Saini and I coach men and women like you to optimize your health so you can stay young and vibrant into your 70s, 80s and beyond. Contact me at DeepakSaniHealth.com to learn more and let me know you heard me on The Jay Mimi Show for a bonus gift. Hey everyone, Jay Mamie. I want to encourage you to go visit Impulse Rentals if you're looking to explore Louisville Lake on a pontoon or a jet ski or if you're looking to enjoy a ride on a Can-Am Riker for all of you adventure seekers. You're going to have an unforgettable experience like I did when I recently rented from Impulse Rentals a jet ski with my son for Father's Day. Make sure that you reach out to Impulse Rentals. You can find them at impulserentals.org. Go out and have a good time outdoors. 570 AM KLIF. Welcome back to the Jay Mamie Talk Show with your host, Jay Mamie. Welcome back, everyone, to the Jay Mamie Talk Show. Impact Spotlight is one of my favorite spotlights in the show, my favorite segments, because it gives me a chance to continue to highlight for you other individuals that are doing impacting work that is affecting the community in fantastic ways. And boy, do we've got one in studio today that is impacting the lives, not just from a year or two, we're talking a 50-year history. Christian Community Action has been impacting Dallas-Fort Worth for close to 50 years, and I'm excited to have here the president and CEO, Gilbert Montez, 
and also Sandra Sims, who is one of the directors that I had a chance to meet, which is the reason we're all getting together here today. Right, guys? That's yes. right, Jay. So thank welcome you. to the studio. Welcome to the Jay Mamie Talk Show. Yeah, thank you for having us. We're glad to be here. Well, it's a pleasure to have people that are making lives of others better. That's what this is about. That's what this show is about, is to helping people recognize that you don't have to survive, that you can thrive, and that can go into many areas of life, and in this case, helping those that are less fortunate. But before we dive into all the goodness that CCA has to offer, uh, Gilbert, I'd like to learn a little bit more about you, but before you do that, we have to give credit where credit is due. Isn't that true? Right? <laughs> That's correct. And uh, Honest Auto Castle Hills, uh, women-owned Honest, uh, Honest Auto, is sponsoring this segment, so we want to give them kudos. We want to make sure that people understand that those who support nonprofits, they themselves should be supported as well. Um, so go check them out, Honest Auto in Castle Hills. But so, Gilbert, fill us in a little bit of, of you, your background, and, and get us up to speed on, on who you are and how you've played such an intricate part in CCA. Yeah, so I'm the president and CEO, have mm-hmm. been for the last two and a half years, came on in April of 2020, one month into the pandemic, and there were family and friends who kind of questioned my sanity a little bit <laughs> about coming into a nonprofit uh, right smack in the middle right, of the pandemic. pandemic right, uh, right. Truth, truth be told, they always kind of question my sanity. But um, This but, is just the latest version. That, that's right. right. Yeah, this just gave them another reason to do yeah, that. Right. Um, so born and raised in West Texas in San Angelo, got to uh, the Metroplex in the, the mid-90s, mm-hmm. courtesy of Verizon, who I worked for. Uh, for about 15 years, I was in the uh, corporate world for almost 20 years total mm-hmm. before I went into ministry, a church, local church that I worked at, and then into nonprofit work after that. Uh, I spent about eight years at Buckner International, great uh, organization here in Dallas, mm-hmm. before coming to uh, Christian Community Action in Louisville. Lu- CCA is right in my backyard. Mm-hmm. And so what was impressed on me was the fact that I had seen poverty all around the world with Buckner. Uh, but what was impressed on me was that some of those same poverty issues that I saw in Lima, Peru, in Oaxaca, Mexico, they exist, uh, maybe not in the same relative context, but th- people are still struggling with mm-hmm. poverty right in my backyard. Correct. And I thought, here's a chance to make a difference right here where I live. Wonderful. So, you know, one <laughs> of the things that people can always uh, can always be feel good about is that if you've got a calling – Right. The calling doesn't always go along with your timing. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's true. Yeah. Right. There's, there's, the timing has nothing to do with a calling. Right. right? Yes. You just got to be, uh, yeah, be faithful and just, you know, go. You got to be ready. Uh, and yes. Well, you've, you've got to be ready and you've got to know that at any point in time when you're, uh, when you're given that assignment, you've got to act. That's, right. That's correct. That's how yes. it works. And Sandra Sims, you and I met, which our meeting is yet another testimony of the power of networking. And really right. being at the right place at the right time, because this is happening today because you decided to go to a Texas Legends networking event. I decided to go to a Texas ne- Legends networking event, and you and I met, yes. right? And it was a very brief conversation that we had, but we stayed connected. Correct. Uh, and, and here we are. So I appreciate you being here. What's your role in CCA? Well, I am the Corporate Relation Manager for Christian Community Action. Mm-hmm. And uh, what that is, is that I work with all the business and uh, I'm the fundraiser. So out there networking, uh, just getting our name out because um, CCA is so important. And uh, without word of mouth, it's not going to happen. So um, that's my role is just to make sure that we're out in front of people, letting people know what we're about. Well, that's why you're here. Okay. Yeah. So let's begin to let people know what CCA is about, but I, I want to take it back to history. Uh, let's learn. 50 years is a long time, right? Correct. Exactly. So let's uh-huh. talk about the whole founding principles of it and, and get us up to speed, Gilbert. So we're a faith-based nonprofit, mm-hmm. and it began 
with faith. Mm-hmm. And so there were a group of seven uh, men and women who gathered on February 22nd, 1973, in a home in Flower Mound. Wow. And they gathered simply to study the Bible. They said they were going to, the topic of love, and we have a document, historical document that chronicles all this. Wow. So uh, this group got together and said, hey, we're just going to study the Bible, study certain scripture like Matthew 25, where Jesus says, if you care for the least of these, it's as if you're caring for me. Mm-hmm. And they studied the story of the Good Samaritan. We mm-hmm. all know that mm-hmm. story. The man left for dead. The the despised Samaritan is the one, is the hero of the story. And Jesus at the end turns to the Jewish lawyer who started the conversation with him and says, you go and do likewise. And so the founder of CCA, Tom Duffy, writes in this, in this historical document that we have, and he says, it was as if we were reading these words for the very first time. Wow. We had to do something. Mm. And so he said, instead of studying, we decided we needed to act. So, you know, the amazing thing, Jay, is that they didn't get together to start the organization. They were so moved by the what they studied and by the Holy Spirit that they had to act, mm. that they had to move. And, and, you know, one month later, they were up and running. They were wow. helping people. In, in March, in, they met in February, and then in March, they were already helping people. That's amazing. Yeah, it's you a know, great that, story. And the, that kind of goes back to a little bit of what we just said a few minutes ago. When you're called, right, that's what it says, community action. Action means yeah. you don't sit around and do nothing, right? If you're called to take action, then, you know, one way or another, you've got to be, you've, you've got to be proactive and take whatever actionable steps need to be taken so that assignment that you've been given can be seen through. Yeah, That's yeah. what they did, and that's what you're doing too, brother. But, Sandra, I like the motto of CCA, from rescue to restoration, Give me a little bit of what that means and how exactly are you rescuing and restoring? So CCA, um, with the rescue, we know that it is an emergency. I mean, uh, so we're, we're, that's the emergency food, that's the emergency rent, that's mm. the utility. So CCA is broken up into three R's, and that's the rescue side. The relief is that if they had to choose to uh, pay uh, uh, back to school, CCA relieves some of them on that. And so we start feeding kids in the summertime as soon as school is out. We um, partner with Old Navy, and our kids get to go in, uh, for back-to-school shopping. Oh, and wow. we give them the, the outfits, and they get back-to-school uh, backpack, the school supplies, socks and underwear. And then at Christmas, is which is my favorite, we get the wish list from the parents. Mm. And we throw the parents a party. And we give the p- parents the toys, the wrapping paper, the stocking, the stocking stuffers, uh, a Bible or a devotional. But they get to take it home, and they get to keep their dignity. CCA programs are all designed for them to keep their dignity. Uh, we have a client choice food pantry. Our client choice food pantry means they get to choose the food that they want to take home and Excellent. they want to cook. Excellent. It's the largest uh, client choice food pantry in Den, Texas. I mean, in the Den County, Southern Den County. So it's it's them taking dignity and keeping it. And then restoration, and it's like, we're giving you a hand up and mm-hmm. not just a handout. So mm-hmm. we have classes, GED classes, ESL classes, computer classes. We're uh, getting ready to do first home buyer classes, wow. budgeting classes, um, entrepreneur classes. So as we said, we're, we're giving you that hand up and, we're, and not just a handout. We're bringing hope and changing some lives. I love that. I love that. It's not just a handout. It's a hand up. And that's how you really change lives, by the way. You know, you know, the, the scripture says, you know, you, you can 
you can give a man fish or you can teach him how to fish, right? <laughs> right. And that, and you teach a man how to fish, they're going to be able to feed themselves for, for a long time. So great, great services. But 50 years uh, means that two things have been going right. You don't survive something in nonprofit for 50 years unless two things have been going right. And you know, Gilbert, that in the nonprofit world, success has relied upon donations, right? giving, but also volunteering. So let's first talk about the giving. What's happened so far because of the giving that people have had this year and, and I'm sure as a result of last year's giving too? So our f- fiscal year runs mid-year to July to uh, June 30th, July 1 to June 30th. And so it, we just ended one just a couple of months ago. And mm-hmm. we distributed $1.4 million to uh, families, wow. to, to more than 4,300 families to keep them in their home, wow. to keep them from going homeless. Wow. And and like Sandra mentioned, our client choice pantry, I like to say we keep families from going homeless and we keep them from going hungry. Mm. And so those two things uh, go hand in hand in helping people. They, that gets them in the door. Correct. And then we can begin that restorative process that she was talking about. But the, the donations that uh, come in, the donors, um, we love our donors. They help support the work that I just mentioned. Mm-hmm. They help support the fact that uh, more than 800 children receive backpacks. Um, also that uh, over 8,400 meals were delivered to senior citizens over that fiscal year. Uh, over 2.1 uh, million uh, meals were provided to individual families over that year. So those are the kinds of things yeah. that donations make a difference when people donate to CCA. You know, as you read these these incredible numbers, which anyone can go to your website and they can see these, uh, you know, fiscal year numbers, you, you're amazed that that many people were in need in the last mm-hmm. 12 months. It's been astronomical. And, uh, you know, everybody assumed that during the COVID time that there was a great need. But I'm telling you that the need we continue to see right now mm-hmm. um, is still just as much uh, heightened to us as just during the, the height of the COVID experience. Incredible. And now the need is greater because you've got ho- the holiday season, right, Sandra? Mm-hmm. Yes. You've got the Thanksgiving, you've got Christmas. Let's talk a little bit about what's coming up where people can get involved in the plight of CCA with donations and, and volunteering time too. Oh, yes. So we have a Thanksgiving and Christmas, and, and we start in October. I mean, we've already passing out trying to get uh, toy drives, trying to get food drives, mm-hmm. because we. Uh, one of the things that we do, we don't give our clients anything. They get to come in there, and they get to choose that extra food for them for Thanksgiving and for mm-hmm. Christmas. And so we need, uh, like, 1,600 turkeys, and it was uh, shredded cheese, about 16. It's basically 1,600 of all these um, um, milk, flour, uh canned fruit, can, uh, pie fillings, sugar, anything that you would use for baking, those are some of the things that we need extra because we want to make sure that we give them the food that they get weekly, mm-hmm. and they do come to our pantry weekly. And then we want to make sure that we give them that extra for the, that Thanksgiving and for that Christmas, and then the toy drives because we get the list from the parents, and we want to make sure that we have that list filled. So, so yeah. let me ask you this. People now are probably asking, where do I go? How do I volunteer? Um, what's the the best way that someone could give and volunteer time? So they can go to ccahelps.org. 
Um, that is our website. It has on there is a uh, on the tabs. It says that you can donate, you can give. If you want to volunteer, we have great opportunities uh, to volunteer in our food pantry on a weekly, daily basis. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then we have the upcoming events where we throw the party for the. Uh, for the parents where we have a party for our senior citizen where we're doing sorting food for the from the food drives so there's so many things that you can actually do at cca uh, the list goes on and on and for someone who's in need gilbert where do they go and what do you say to someone in our last minute here someone that maybe a year ago two years ago was they were doing okay but now through a set of uns, unsuspecting circumstances as life happens they're in need what do you say to that person about it's okay don't it, it's okay to to reach out for help pride is not a factor here right what do you say to that person because I'm sure there's many that are experiencing that and then where do they go and how do they apply and how do they qualify go ahead and share that with us please yeah so the, they can first go to our website and see the requirements before they even come to our office we have those all on our website ccahelps.org. Okay. Okay. Um, but if they just want to come to the office, we're open uh, at 9 a.m. every uh, morning, nine, mm-hmm. Monday through Friday, and they can speak to a caseworker and tell them, share with them their situation, and um, and we'll see if we can help them. Okay. Uh, so yeah, we if so, and we've had those those individuals, those families who all of a sudden were doing well, and because of COVID, because of inflation, all of a sudden. Uh, need help, right? And, Someone loses and, and a and there's, job. And there's no shame in that. You right. know, come and get help. We all kind of need that kind of help. That's right. Uh, from time to time. And so. I believe that's important because this this show oftentimes highlights those that are thrive minded, and you know, but we want to look out for people that also find themselves in unsuspecting circumstances. There's no shame in asking for help. And and part of what we do, and Sandra mentioned, is we we treat everybody who walks in the door with with great dignity. All right. Um, so. The other thing I want to mention is our 50th anniversary. Absolutely. Uh, we celebrate, we'll celebrate that April 1, 2023. All right. We're throwing a big community party, a big gala. Uh, I call it a big birthday party for CCA. That's nice. God has been good to CCA mm-hmm. and has allowed the organization to serve for 50 years like this. And so we want to say thank you to the Lord. Mm. We want to celebrate it with all the community there in, in Denton County. Now, will there be information about that big party? Uh, I'd like to go. <laughs> yeah, it's on our website as well all under right. events. All uh, right. You can certainly go there and, and see all the information. In fact, I think we can, uh, you can already buy your ticket or mm-hmm. uh, get your table. Jay, I'm sure we'll see you there. You sh- absolutely will see yeah. me there. Okay. Me and my family there. Great. Absolutely. Great. Looking forward to that. Well, it's been awesome having you both here. I appreciate the work that you do i appreciate the the fact that you are looking out for the folks mm-hmm. and that's what this is about and i'm thankful that sandra you and i had a chance to meet at a networking event thankful again that honest auto of castle hills uh, sponsored the the episode Definitely. so you know moving uh, moving forward guys i want to encourage you if you're looking for a place to volunteer cca is a great place if you're looking for an organization to support especially now holiday season is right around the corner make sure that you look them up gilbert sandra appreciate being on the show thank, thank you, you jay. jay thank you very thank much you. Jay. folks that wraps up another fan fantastic thrive-minded content show we're looking forward to having you come back next week until then keep thriving